Welcome back to the Yolk Christian Podcast. My name is Jared Montana, and I'm happy that you're listening today. And today's going to be an interesting conversation. I didn't ask CODIS um, to, if I could make this video or this podcast, but I'm doing it anyways because I can. Um, actually, I kind of want to just do it by myself um, just because of the topic at hand. But it's uh, it's been a wild ride if you listen to the last podcast. And um, my a few months ago, my wife and I found out that we were pregnant, um, which is really cool, really fun. And so that's part of the reason why I haven't really been making podcasts. And, you know, uh, spiritually, I've been going through a lot um, here recently. And and Codis can attest to this. He's been going through a lot, too. And and so it's been a really interesting time uh, in both of our lives for different reasons. But speaking purely on mine, maybe Codis will make an an episode for himself one day. But uh, speaking purely about my life. um, So like I said, my wife and I found out we were pregnant. It was really cool. Um, And notice if you caught that word, I said we're pregnant. Um, so it it was really interesting. Long story short, I'm not going to go through the order of events, but, um, it was originally that we, we knew we were going to have one kid and then we found out that kind of had a miscarriage. And then through that process, they found out that there was a second. So we were about to have twins technically. And then the the process was really delayed over weeks and weeks and weeks. So it was kind of like a very long period of mourning and yet excitement at the same time because there was a twin. And then we found out the twin also miscarried. And so, um, it was a, a really tough time and we were given really difficult options, uh, after that. And, and if you, I'm, you know, I think it's like three out of four women or something like that experience mis- a miscarriage. So I know I'm not the only one, uh, obviously I'm not a woman, but, uh, that's experienced this. And I'm sure many people can relate to what I'm talking about. Um, but we were given really difficult options and, um, one was that Jenna could take, that's my wife's name, that she could take a pill, uh, basically an abortion pill that would, even though the, the, the baby was already dead, um, it would have expelled what was remaining or the gestational sac that was there. Um, and we did not want to do that. It would have, it, they said it would probably hurt or like cause pain and, and be a painful process that would take like a week or two. So we didn't want to do that. Um, and then the other two options was that she passed it naturally, which would uh, could take, you know, a week or three weeks or whatever and, and be a potentially painful process. And then there's a DNC, which is essentially where it's a surgical procedure where they go in and they basically suction out the gestational sac. Um, and so, uh, um, very hard, very difficult decision. Um, and so I was at a point where I could talk about it pretty soon after, um, but obviously my wife was not. And so this is something that we both, we kind of expected, I guess. And I hate to say that, but like her mom had eight miscarriages. My wife is an in vitro baby, so she's a Petri dish baby. Um, and so because of her mom's eight miscarriages, they just went that route. And, and her sister had one miscarriage before having a kid. And, and so we expected that miscarriages would be a thing. Um, and so anyways, that doesn't make it any easier, of course. But, um, and so anyways, long story short, it took us about a week to figure out the, what we're going to do in terms of the three options and really the only two options that were viable. Um, and so once we figured out that we wanted to do the DNC, uh, cause it was a quick process, it would, it would be relatively painless. Um, and so anyways, we scheduled that appointment for a Friday. Anyways, the, the Wednesday night going into Thursday before that Friday, um, my wife went into serious pain. Um, her body began to try to expel the, uh, the babies, the twins, the gestational sacs, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and so her baby or her baby, her body was basically having contractions, trying to expel it, like having a baby. And so anyways, 
it was very rough, very tough. Um, neither one of us slept that night. She was screaming in pain um, for 8, 10, 12 hours. It started at 6 p.m., and it she finally let me take her to the ER at 7 p.m. So what's that, 13 hours? Um, and it just got progressively worse and worse and worse, and so she never slept. Uh, I didn't want to sleep because she wasn't sleeping. I knew she was in pain. And uh, honestly, one of the hardest nights of my life, um, if I'm just being honest, um, seeing my wife in so much pain uh, made me angry. I was pretty angry at God that night because um, she was she was laying there curled up in a ball, heating pad, nothing working, medications wasn't nothing's working right, and she is begging God, begging to take away the suffering. And I hated it, despised it. So, um, you can imagine, you kind of hear the emotion here. You can imagine the emotion that I had. And I know she, she was going through it. Um, obviously, I wasn't the one experiencing the pain. She was, and I just felt so bad. Um, but anyways, um, at one point, she asked, she asked me to pray um, for the situation for her, of course. And obviously I did like, um, but in the prayer, my anger was communicated. Um, at least I thought it was, she said she didn't even remember the prayer. She in so much pain, but, um, you know, it's looking back, I'm thankful for it all. Um, not, not necessarily the, the miscarriage or anything like that, but I'm thankful for what we've, we've learned. Um, cause that was, Shoot, that was probably three weeks ago at this point. I can't even keep track. It was, Codus literally moved down here. It was like the first week he moved down here. So poor guy had to deal with us, you know, going through that. Um, and poor Jenna had to deal with Codus living with us at the time. Oh my goodness, it was, it was rough. It was wild. Um, and so anyways, um, so anyways, I took her to the ER and, um, I, I don't know. Anyways, the pain kind of subsided a little bit, but they, they moved the surgery forward a day. Thank the Lord. And so she went into surgery um, relatively quickly. And before we knew it, it was all said and done. And I mean, I was in the hospital that day for like 13 hours. So I was awake for like 36 hours straight. And then I came home and, you know, I had, uh, I don't want to say it like this, but I had guests to entertain. You know, I had CODIS here and I had stuff to do. So I didn't go to sleep um, until that night. Um, and so wild times, you know, and, uh, you know, thankfully we both had family, both of our, both sides of our family were, for, were there for support and, and everybody's been awesome. So if, you know, thank you all for that. Um, if you're listening, if you're family or friends that we told, but, uh, anyways, so where am I going with this? Um, right. So anger. So it wasn't until, I guess it was like the day after that. Um, after her surgery, she had begun to recover. She wasn't in pain anymore, thank the Lord. Um, I began to really question the anger because I've experienced anger towards God before. And it was when I found out my dad had cancer, which I don't know if I told the podcast that or not. I think I have. Um, and it was really short-lived. It was literally seconds and it was gone because I was like, this is stupid. Like, it's stupid to be mad at God, you know? <laughs> and um, And so... Anyways, but this anger was, was, was lingering, um, during her pain, her suffering, when she's literally screaming out to God, take it away saying, I don't deserve this God, please take it away. Oh 
goodness. Um, mm, interesting. I've talked about this like 15 times already, and, and I guess it's because I'm by myself that I, I can think about it and actually, like, I don't know, begin to express emotion because I feel like nobody's here except for my voice. Because obviously y'all are, y'all are listening, but and when I'm recording this, I don't know that y'all are listening. Anyways, so um, I was angry. Um, and I came to an interesting realization about anger. Um, and I think I've said this before, but it, it didn't really resonate with me until, until now. And it's this. Anger is the emotion that God has given us just like any other emotion, just like happiness, and happiness is a good thing. So I think that anger, too, is a good thing. God has given us the ability to feel anger for a reason. However, it is when we do something wrong in that anger that it becomes bad. So anger in and of itself is inherently good. There's nothing wrong with it. I think it's kind of like fear. Fear in and of itself is inherently good. Fear was given to us by God to protect us. Um, And so anger. Um, I know I haven't really thought through it yet entirely as to why God would give us anger. There's got to be reason that God would give us anger, maybe to keep us from um, exp- or repeating past mistakes, like maybe being mad at ourselves, so that we wouldn't. I guess that's how we could overcome the flesh, but it's a, I need to think through and iron out that thought some more. But um, And so it was, it was kind of cool, I guess, um, because I've always viewed anger as this bad thing, but it's it's completely natural and it's God-given emotion um, and we should, you know, experience it. And you know what? Here's the thing is I think that God would rather us be angry at him than not run to him when we need him. Jeez. That's a, that's a hard truth. So yeah, um, I think he'd rather us run to him. Just like, you know, our parents, like my mom, bless her heart, she was calling me nonstop. And with having just gone through that, Jen and I, we just wanted to just like, look, let's not talk about it. You know, let's kind of forget about it. Obviously, that's not necessarily a healthy coping mechanism. Um, but uh, that's what we wanted to do, right? And so my, my, my mom, she was just like trying to be there every second. And, and we lived two, two and a half or so hours away. And um, so she was just trying to call and make sure that we were okay and stuff, um, which we're super thankful for. Um, and I think it's like that. I think that, like, she just wanted us to communicate to her, just to talk to her. Um, and I think God similarly wants that from his children. He just wants us to communicate to him, even though he knows what's going on. Like, it's similar to prayer. Like, God knows exactly what we're going to pray, but he wants us to pray to him anyways. Um, and so I think that God would want us to communicate to him our anger um, rather than just pushing him away. Um, and so anyway, cool, uh, cool lesson there. Yeah, really cool lesson. Um, so anyways, it's been a wild ride, absolutely wild. And you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, the only thing that I've really found comfort in, and this kind of sounds cliche, <laughs> Um, but it's Romans eight twenty eight, and you hear me say it all the time on this podcast that God uses all things for the good of those who love God. Um, and that's what the verse says, Romans eight twenty eight. And I think, I mean, I've taught that before all things, you know, that's good and bad things, you know, to quote myself there. Um, but it didn't become real until this experience. So. It was, uh, that's the only thing I really found comfort in, um, 
you know, doing things that I enjoy, going about my day, going back to work, whatever it may have been, because I, I took a few days off um, from work. Um, nothing really helped except for that one verse. So that was the only thing I found comfort in. Um, but anyways, so, and uh, yeah, so it's been a wild ride. I've said that like 50 times this podcast, but uh, I'm just thankful for each and every one of you. And I, I'm, I'm hoping uh, this, I'm not using this as like a release or anything like that. I'm hoping that uh, God can use my circumstance to help you in your circumstance, whoever, you know, maybe listening. Um, you know, maybe you haven't had a miscarriage, but maybe you've lost somebody. Um, maybe you lost a job. Maybe life isn't going as expected and maybe you're angry at God or maybe you're trying to find comfort because you're, you're just lost. Um, I'm not saying that what I've said in this podcast would help you with that. Um, but I'm hoping that uh, what I've gone through can help you in some way. You know, I hope so. Um, but anyways, so it's been a very neat, <laughs> maybe that's the wrong word, interesting few months. Um, but I want to thank you all for listening and sticking around with the old Christian podcast. Uh, Codus and I are about to get back into it, putting out a whole bunch of episodes every week, just like we used to. Um, if you want to, or if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to the Instagram or ask me on TikTok. I, if you ask me on TikTok, you know, I can, I can make some videos on it. That way I have some content. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyways. So, um, that's really the gist of what I wanted to talk about. If you all ever go through something similar and you want somebody to talk to, feel free to reach out on Instagram. Again, Yolt, Y-O-L-T, Christian Podcast. Thank you all again, and, you know, with the... Godspeed. <laughs>